Hey, what's going on, guys? Talknerset here, back for another week of the TNC podcast. Boom. Not as excited as last week. I mean, in general, right in life, we're still excited. We're buzzing. Uh, but last, actually, we had a bit of a sore throat last week, didn't we? Yeah, we're now back to full fitness, guys. We Apolo- are back Apologies to full for fitness. the sound issues last week. Uh, and first of all, I do want to say a massive thank you to everyone who listened to us last week and did leave us a review on iTunes. Yes. I was uh, I was sitting on the toilet at work on my lunch break the other day thought we're just going to check how many reviews we've got on our, on our you got your page. phone out on the bog yeah all Contra- of the best controversial ideas the mate what do you do read I just kind of get the job done and just crack on. Oh, oh no, I, yeah. like, I like kind of sustaining Interesting. for a while. Yeah, Interesting. 10 minute job every time. Um, anyway, went on to iTunes uh, and saw that a lot of people had left reviews. So if you haven't already, go onto our iTunes page, yeah. leave a five star review, last put some plug. in the comments. Last plug. Um, Probably links won't be the last plug. In the description. Thank you to everyone who does listen on SoundCloud and iTunes. Cheers, and guys. Also, YouTube. Love you all. Um, Chris, Derby County yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. It was a strange game, wasn't it? It was a blip. It, I, that's the way I've summarised in my head. It was. It was definitely a blip. But it was a blip that I actually think that we we caused. I don't think that that we should feel too sorry for ourselves with the refereeing decisions because I thought that we could have easily overcome them by um, by putting the ball in the net. I think we had ample opportunities to be more dominant in the final third. Again, uh, we we lacked that oomph at the top. Obviously, Cameron Jerome can only do what Cameron Jerome can do. Yeah. He's, a, he's a decent championship player. But can he play up front on his own? Just. Is he the type of player that's going to produce that piece of magic? No. And this is why I'm desperately, desperately looking forward to after the international break once you've got... You know, Pritchard's going to be back in training yeah. in, in, a, in a couple of weeks' time. I'm not saying he's going to be back instantly, but he's going to be coming back soon. But you know what I mean, Jack? We, we need those types of players. And that's why I'm absolutely gutted genuinely gutted and distraught that Nelson Oliveira is, is out injured I mean I took that screenshot of, of your face when you know you just and yours as well I mean you were like this I had to just, oh, just couldn't it's just such a big loss for us and you know there's been questions raised of should Nelson Oliveira have played 120 minutes against Arsenal in my opinion no however when you've only got two fit strikers what do you do mm. and Marty Watkins was banned right oh, yeah. I think I think we might be able. I think we might be seeing something very different against Wolves. We're gonna have to. Mm. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting. I mean, you, you say there. Um, well, you've said. I th- when it, you know, we sit next to each other at the games, and the constant theme that you've been saying all season is we've got to be more clinical, and we've got away with not being as clinical as maybe we should have been at home because we kept clean mm. sheets. We were cut apart. I've um, said it over and over again in your ear, haven't I? Like yeah. constantly. Because when you're on the up, it's all well and good being all fluffy and come on, lads, and I'm all for being positive. But it gets to the point where, you know, if you have a 15, 20 minute spell in football where you're consistently on top, you've got to put the ball in the yeah. back of the net, Jack. Yeah. Look, you've got to. And at the moment, it's not just at home. You look at you look at away from home as well. Yes, we've been clinical because we've had less chances, but... Even away from home, I look at some of the opportunities that we've had. And, you know, Vrancic against Arsenal, for example, mm. chances that are just absolutely begging for the net to mm. ripple, and it's just not happening. And I suppose both Arsenal that we haven't spoken about on the podcast yet, but we've kind of done it in videos and, and stuff. And yeah. you can kind of almost... A lot of excuses have came up since them games, and excuses built around referees. And I, I'm kind of the believer that some decisions will go your way in a season, some won't. And it, it, two absolute glaring ones that haven't gone our way, but 
you say there about Vranchich Arsenal, and you put that in the back of the net, the game's done. Uh, different uh, against yeah. Derby. Yes, it was a terrible decision. <laughs> yes, Carson should have been sent off. Yes, it should have been a penalty. You go on and win the game. But let's not forget, Stevenson missed two sitters. Um, yeah. We had other chances in that game. It wasn't the ref that lost us that game. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's nice to put blame elsewhere, but you do have to look at yourself sometimes. I think, and I don't, and I, I certainly, the players will feel that way. The players will take full accountability mm. of the fact that you know they should have put the chances away. I mean, Steepman in his press conference um, mm. of late recently said that you know he he should have scored. He thought he'd scored. He, he was, was already, a striker growing he up. He was already celebrating. <laughs> so. But to summarise Derby Jack, as I've said already, it, it was a it was a blip in the road. I think that you can tell. And to be honest with you, I wasn't disappointed with the performance. I thought that we knocked the ball about really nicely. We asserted pressure well. I thought that we we dominated possession. We got hit by a sucker punch. The refereeing decision. I said to you, Jack, it's quite interesting. So everyone's blaming the ref for stuff. I I quite like it in a weird sense when something not as serious as the Scott Carson, but say for example that. A player puts a bad challenge mm. in on Madison. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm far. I'm mm. so fired up. I'm so in. Yeah. And you know, and I think as soon as the snake pit yeah. and the lower Barkley get really fired mm. up, a bit, you know, there's a there's a bit of fire in the bellies that can sometimes help the atmosphere, which in turn help in turn helps the players get the result. But on Saturday, it just wasn't to be. It was, wasn't it? That 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 refereeing decision. It was very loud after that for for a long amount of time. You yeah. thought, oh, are we going to be able to get a chance? Because we love them home. Mm. We do love a moan. We, we do, do love, love hating a referee. Yeah, we do. That is a common trait throughout like, yeah. the English species. Um, I think I think the big thing, though, for me, and, and I'm sure you'll agree, is it. we just looked so tired, especially in that last 20. We, mm. we were sitting um, down, so like Derby's right wing when they were attacking our half in the second half. and Only in the second half, though, Jack. Yeah. I but the first half we looked fit as a fiddle. Steeperman was so far forward because we were piling pressure on yeah, trying and to go for the goal covering him, and then yeah. Tim Close was coming in and he was just getting skinned every time and that then meant that Pinto had to come across and the defence looked pretty woeful in that last 20 but it was I think down to tiredness and also I want to get your thoughts because we haven't spoken on this um, was there a slight bit of naivety from that Norwich City team to go and chase that game so hard because we were throwing men forwards. The the, the the wing backs were getting up. Up the wingers weren't getting back. And would you have maybe thought, let's just be a little bit compact. Let's nah. see if we get one chance. Is that not a thing? Am I just being a nah. slightly critical? Uh, uh, personally, not for me. I, I after you know, if you're going to go for it, go for it. And I think at home, it's been evident in the last games where we have kind of gone for the right we're going to be well organised and structured and mm. then we're going to attack mm. by the way help yourself yeah by the way Switzerland Toblerone's probably the best thing to come out of Switzerland then then Tim Closer yeah or is it actually, actually looks, Tim Closer actually looks better. a bit like Tim Closer's nose actually doesn't it slightly more uh, intact anyway what was I saying what was I saying Jack before uh, Toblerone going out? for it mm. so the point is I thought the tactics were fine against Derby it just didn't it just didn't go away it, yeah. just, it just didn't I think that um, as I say, we, we could have been more potent. I thought that we counteracted Derby's formation really, really well. We've spoken about tiredness, Jack, but I tell you what, Josh Murphy was making Andre Wisdom look like... I mean, that's not hard. Like a League 2, but well, yeah, he was pretty bad for us, wasn't he, let's be honest. But then it wasn't it wasn't difficult to be bad for us um, during that era. So, um, 
yeah, I thought it was okay. I don't think we should look too deeply into the game, really. It's just like Arsenal, in a sense. Obviously, it's extremely disappointing, but, you know, were Norwich City, you know, should you even think like that? I don't know. Personally, from my point of view, I wouldn't expect Norwich City to go and, and even perform the way they did against Arsenal. So I think we should be thankful for how far we've come already. Mm. Did, did you expect this Norwich City team, and, and drop it down in the comments as well uh, on YouTube, um, if, if you agree or disagree, I didn't expect Norwich City to be this cohesive, this well gelled mm. so early on. Mm. I just didn't expect it, Jack. It was such a big gamble bringing in Fark and, 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 and such a big gamble bringing in these, these cheap foreign players. Mm. But it's already working. There's already such a nice chemistry coming on. So I just think that Norwich fans... I'm not saying that you know we've jumped to it straight away, and I think it's the first time in a long, long time that Norwich City have lost a home game. But I've not really seen anyone jump on the on the managers or teams back, which is nice because I think it just shows how far we've progressed, Jack. Mm. <clears throat> it but it could all change against Wolves, of course. And and <clears throat> and that's that's the thing, isn't it? Is we can moan all about well, not moan, but it's an intense schedule in the Championship, and every team has it the same. But it doesn't get easier now. We've got Wolves at home. They're second in the table. They did lose at the weekend. Yeah. And I think the big thing for me is they've probably had a more intense schedule than us. Okay. They had 120 minutes against Man City and then QPR away, coming to us away. That's a tough set of fixtures. So, although it doesn't get easier, we've got no excuses for this game. Um, I think we have. What? Injuries. Yeah, but every team has injuries throughout the season. Yeah, but we've got no cover, Jack. And that's our or fault. Not good enough. Yeah, it is, it is. But, but the point is, is that, you know, when you... I mean, look, Wolves are the favourites. So it's not... Hard like in terms of the external excuses, <clears throat> we can't moan at anyone else for what's happening. We are sure. No. Because we didn't... Rec- and I don't think... I think we've recruited very well. And I just think it's a bit unlucky that we're short. Yeah. Could we have done with another striker? Yeah, probably. Because, re- done, because everyone's but, like, well, why is Carlton Morris not in the team? Well... That it would be it's great. Not good enough for the it, well, I don't know, mate. I think that's quite harsh. I think Carlton Morris could hold his own if he's given a chance. I mean, he's uh, personally. I think if if Carlton Morris was given the same game time as Cameron Jerome, he'd produce mm. the, the yeah, same possibly. sorts of performances. Jack. Yeah, possibly he would. He would. Same size and stature as Grant Hall. Um, as you say, look, Nelson Levera was always going to be number one. It's desperately unlucky that he's got injured. I think that Daniel Fox. Well, as you know, he's made some. Or Stuart Webber, should I say, has made some some changes to the backroom staff in terms of the sports science, uh, the fitness, everything. everything. So that's another thing that Norwich City fans should be aware of is that sometimes when this thing is going on in the background, sometimes that has an effect on the pitch. And clearly, the the ongoing uh, injury with Nelson is 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 such a a weird problem for Norwich. It reminds me very much of Arsenal actually, mm. whereby. They've just stuck with the same team for years and years. The players keep getting injured, and they and they keep failing in the league. And we, we at the moment, it has been like that for us. I think I think the strange thing with, with Nelson <clears throat> is, and I can't really remember anything quite like this in terms of he hasn't got a serious injury. It's just a niggling one yeah. that they can't seem to get control of. And I was watching Farkas' press conference today, and they've gone to the extent of sending Oliveira to regular dentist appointments because they thought it was his teeth. Wow, okay. Because he was starting to get a sore back and they thought it was coming through his jaw. They sent him to the doctors a lot because they just can't get to the bottom of yeah. why he keeps getting these recurring muscle injuries. And 
you know, it is a massive loss, isn't it? When you've got Pritchard out, you've got Nelson out. But we got we but we had to take it the weekend in in some sense because of the fact that we gambled him against Arsenal. Yeah. Mm. And by the way, he was through on goal, and he would have scored, and they didn't get a red card. Yeah. But anyway, enough of the excuses, Jack. What's next on the agenda? Um, let, let's look. Let, let's look ahead to Wolves then, because look, there's going to be changes in the team. Yeah. Oliveira has been ruled out. Pinto will probably play, but he had a knock. Um, and I, the, the really interesting thing I thought from this press conference was was Paddy Davitt asked um, Daniel Farker, "Look, Christoph Zimmerman's now made a mistake." Does this mean that Grant Hanley's coming in? And Farker said, I don't like dropping players off the back of a bad performance. I'd much rather drop a player off the back of a good performance and just have a rest. Because if you drop a player off the back of a bad performance, that only knocks confidence yeah. more. And I kind of respect that viewpoint. There's only one um, mistake. No, exactly. Sake, and, yeah. and I don't think Paddy was digging. He was just <laughs> saying, look, Grant Hanley's here. He's fit. He'd come from Newcastle on a decent you know, decent money, yeah, yeah, expecting to play. How has Grant taken that? And is he seeing this as a chance? Yeah. Grant Hanley is apparently extremely professional about it. I thought he looked good when he came on against Ipswich. Very good. So he can slot Fast. In. Yeah, really fast, actually. Strangely fast. Yeah, I don't know if it's because... He had to strike his boots just... on as well. He went for like the, the, the blazing orange boots Yeah, as well. it was... It was a, and, and just like head-butting everything. Interesting. Just going around yeah. kind, of, kind of his head like... Kind of something like He looks balls. like a bit of an animal, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got that kind of animal... Like, um, don't mess with me kind of face. Yeah, so um, there's, there's going to be changes, especially, <clears throat> well, I say especially, it's probably going to be Cameron Jerome that starts, but could it be? Could we possibly see Marley Watkins go through the middle? Could we see Yannick Vilschke go through the middle? Could we see Marco Stiegman up front? I really, really think that, uh, and actually it's in line with your previous comments, Jack, <clears throat> I think that we need to protect the first half against Wolves. I do. I think we need to probably play the long game against them. Not long is in three ball. Long, a long game is in. Patience. Let's let's not go all guns blazing and you know play two up top and go really attacking well, and play ways. Well, actually, to be fair, well, no, I mean, no, they could they, play, they yeah. could play Watkins up up top with Cameron Jones. My point is that I would just try and protect the first half. Yeah, I'd be taking shots from range yeah. as well because I don't think Ruddy's the best goalkeeper in the world. He was. I saw. I watched their highlights back from Saturday. Both goals. He's still making howlers. Yeah. It's really, and we'll go on to talk about it actually. But um, yeah, I won't say it now. Go on to talk about it. Um, so in general, I'm worried for Wolves. I do actually think that the Wolves will run us about. I think they'll dominate. I think that therefore Norwich City need to play a long game and be patient. And that's what I've, I've jotted this down actually is could being the underdog because when probably the first time this season a team is travelling to Carrow as favourites. Yeah. Could that play into our hands slightly? Possibly. Slightly less pressure. You would have expect you would expect Wolves to come at us a little bit more. I thought Derby did a little bit, but Wolves even more so. As long as we can soak that pressure up, there's a real possibility that we could hit these on the break. It's a real sign for our defence more than anything. Not our forward line. Mm. This is a sign for the defence because these guys are the best in the business in this league in terms of going forward, Jack. So let's see. Let's witness what we're going to witness. I think that the defence need to be on their A game they need to be thinking sharp they need to be fit they need to be fueled, and they need to just give and I know they'll give everything mm. um, and let's not forget it's under the lights of Cow Road and that always always has a very special effect will the atmosphere and the players let's get on to John Ruddy he's obviously returning um, I think I think you're fair to say a legend at Norwich um, no you no. wind me up 
Are you actually have you actually just said that seriously? Did you just say John Ruddy's a legend at Norwich City Football Club? I don't know. Is he Jack? Jack John Ruddy, a legend. Maybe like. Are you mad? If you had a long day at work, are you alright? Yeah, I have had a very long day at work. You're alright, mate. John Ruddy's not a legend. No. He's but... made lots of appearances. He stayed loyal, but arguably, he shouldn't have stayed loyal. Why? Why? Mate, let's. Because on, I think why? you're being very short sighted about nah, that. Let's go back nah, to 2012, nah, 2013. No way, mate. I would have had Fraser. Fra- Fraser Forster's gone. No, I would, I'm just saying, I would have had. I would, I would pick. Fraser Forster over John Ruddy all day long. Well, yes, I know but... that's irrelevant, but the point is, there is actually a point in there somewhere. I don't think there is. There is. If I had the choice between yeah, Fraser Forster and John Ruddy... Look, if all I I'm saying is... No, 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 no. no. Look, if we'd signed Fraser Forster and not John Ruddy, I wouldn't be going, oh, we missed out on John Ruddy of Everton. Right, my point is... Mate, one of, my one bu- of the best teams my... in the Premier League in 2012-2013. Oh, you are joking! <laughs> Have you seen the stats? Oh, well done. You got an England call-up. Big whoopee-doo. He was a good keeper for Norwich City. Have you seen the players that are getting England call-ups now, Jack? Yeah, but it's England, like... Fair, yeah, fair, right, fair point. Right, exactly. But I think you're being a bit disrespectful to John here. Look, yes, he didn't have no, the No, 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 no. I'm not being disrespectful. Well, I think you, I think you are. John, you're really... I love are you how you di- Are you up. disregarding England call-up? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So how many other Norwich players have had England calls up? Call up. So James not, Madison hasn't had an England call well, up. Is he'll, he be, player? he'll be. A, he'll. Well, he hasn't yet, has he? Have you seen his age? And yeah. Have you seen the age? That yeah, but you're, it's easy up? to get into England, isn't it? Jack, John Ruddy was a very loyal servant to Norwich City Football Club, mm-hmm. and I thank him for that. And you know, p- particularly the Championship campaign after we got promoted from the League One, he was unstoppable. I've always had this opinion. When a player gets a sniff and flirts around with leaving, leave. Leave. You said that about Tim Close. Leave. 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 We've got Grant Hanley, right? Right. Jack, Jack, Jack. Jack. Tim Close has been incredible. Please, let's just ignore Timmy Kay. I've apologised for Timmy Kay. Let's ignore Timmy Kay. This is about John Ruddy. It just baffles me why Norwich fans rim John Ruddy when he made so and I mean so many mistakes in his did last he, seasons Jack Reed Jack Reed I'm about to hit you around the head with his toe bro. did he though Jack oh Jack the amount of times you cursed at John Ruddy don't give me don't all start don't get on the John Ruddy bandwagon now I don't, I don't think that's a thing right but the point is I just think, John I think Ruddy's returning being a bit disrespectful I'm, I'm trying not to be John Ruddy it was a it was a good servant. He was a great servant to Norwich City Football Club. He stayed when he could have left for Chelsea on much more money. And Bob's your uncle and Fanny's your aunt. the The point is, I just think, I just think he's overhyped. I just think he's overhyped. I think, I think Angus is already a better goalkeeper than John Ruddy in his prime. And I and I'm not just saying that because of Angus's mate. I genuinely believe it. He's bigger. He dominates the area more. He catches more balls. He makes the right calls. He doesn't get stuck in no man's land. You see John Ruddy like this. You watch him on Tuesday night, John Ruddy. Where am I? Where am I? Am I out? Am I in? Am I catching? Am I not? No, that's actually fair. Like, he was done that a lot for Wolves at the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Because he still does it. And if you look at the stats, he just makes more mistakes. I just don't think he's... I just don't think he's a, a, a better shot stopper than Angus. And... What I'm trying to portray through this very over-the-top point is that 
I won't be clapping John Ruddy. Why? That's I won't be. stupid. No, it's not. It's not stupid. What? It's not stupid. Or even at the end of the game. At the end of the game, this is my point. Oh, okay. At the end of the game. Yeah. But I'm hearing about people saying, oh, let's send John Ruddy on, on the first minute because he was our number one for all these seasons. Will you just piss off? I'm just tired of it. It's like, why do we rim the... Op- He's the opposition now. He's gone. He's the opposition. Mm. I want to spank Wolves. Mm. I want to absolutely spank them. I want to destroy them. Mm. I want John Ruddy to cry. I literally want John Ruddy to cry. Mm. But at the end of the game, I'll give him this little clap. Well done, you've been a great servant to Norwich City Football Club. The point is, just please, just please just stop rimming the opposition so much. He's the opposition. He's not a Norwich player anymore. Mm. It's like Bradley Johnson. Great player, but let it go. 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 I do, you know what? I always feel a bit of a soft spot for Chrissy Martin when he comes back. Oh, please like, don't. Just a bit of a... Just banned a from every pub and dear room. Beckles, I told you that. He's banned from every no, pub and Beckles. No, he's from he's, Beckles. No, it's definitely Beckles. No, 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 right. He's from Beckles. <laughs> he's banned from the pubs and Beckles. He's banned from the pubs and dear as well. Probably the Norfolk. Well, yeah, all right. Probably, he's probably banned By from the way, Norfolk. Chrissy Martin, League One, water player. What what boy. Water boy. Yeah, what a boy. Um, anyway... <laughs> We've got away from... All can I was saying... All, I, literally, all, just all say I was saying John here is John Ruddy's coming back. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> and that's all I wanted to say. And can I just say as well, I do actually respect John Ruddy. I just... No, I respect him. I just don't like the way that the fans just get so irate about the fact that a player's coming back. Just just get over it. But it gives us something to talk about. What, what would we do without it? It'd be a 10-minute podcast without John Ruddy. Thanks, John Ruddy. Anyway, with that all being said, yep. Daniel Farker probably does agree with you. He, he was saying that he respects John Ruddy for what he's done. But he thinks he's crap. <laughs> but Angus, he loves working with Angus. He feels that Angus feels like Carrot is his living room. It is. And if he has the chance, he wants to keep Angus going long term. Does no that comment. excite you? Does that excite you? No comment. You? Any inside information? No comment. Any inside information? No comment. Okay. Um... So, in general, are we feeling confident for Wolves? No. Okay. It's the first time I've not been confident this season and I'm allowed to. By the way, can we, can we do Moan of the Week? Yeah, definitely. Moan of the Week this week, Jack, is there's a lot of people, there's a lot of you know, fans that follow this channel and, and well done and I really, really like you, so thanks for listening. He, doesn't, for he doesn't like you, he respects you. <laughs> serving TNC well I do I do respect you you're I not a good fan you. just thanks for sticking about um, but what I would say is you really need to understand that I am an extremely biased biased Norwich fan no I'm you? so biased are you please please don't comment don't send me tweets saying this was such an unbiased interview of course it's unbiased I'm a Norwich fan. The reason why I sit here for hours on end with this sod is because I love Norwich. I want to talk about Norwich. I don't care about any other team. And and if I if I can make an impact on persuading fans to think that Norwich are better than they actually are, <laughs> I will do that. Right? I will do that. I just need to make it clear. My moan of the week is people saying that I should act like the BBC because I'm in the media. It's like it's just ridiculous. Imagine if you were the BBC. I'd be the worst BBC correspondent ever. Like, <clears throat> by the way, actually speaking of unbiased, I love Darren. Right, so Darren Eady, the ultimate professional on TV, got the Sky Sports gig at yeah. Ipswich, and he didn't say anything unbiased. But there was a picture of him 
just smirking at the end of the Ipswich game. And I just thought it was priceless. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, let's get on to the, yeah, let's. the questions. And, and let's kick things off with our, with our good friend and, and legend of the game, David Giles. Big Go Dave. on, Dave. He asks, should I do Cardiff on a cold Friday, December night? Cardiff away. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you should, Dave. It's, it's Dave's kind of game. Lift them. He went to Middlesbrough. Why not do Cardiff? You work hard through the week. You earn your money. Spend it. Take a day off. Go to Cardiff on the Friday night. This is actually the Friday before my birthday. So my birthday's on a Sunday. Right. Did you fancy a weekend in Cardiff? Good night life. Good night life in Cardiff? Yeah. Mate, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this. Tommy Tribal. I'm sorry to say this. And then a couple of Jaegers. I'm sorry to say this. Cardiff is a shithole. Cardiff's actually quite nice. No, Cardiff. Jack, you Mate. live in Yarmouth. Your opinion is warped. <laughs> <laughs> Your opinion is warped. No, Cardiff. Cardiff is not a good place no, to be. Like, actually, let's just bring South Wales. Let's is bring actually us back nice. to the football. Let's bring us back to. Let's bring us back to the football quite quickly. I respect hugely anyone, anyone that makes the trip to that trip to, Car- to Cardiff, even Carl. Who we've announced as the greatest city fan of all time. He's not going. It. He's Carl not going. Has replied and put, "Not me, Dave. Too far for a Friday night." <laughs> Carl. By the way, Carl is like he really is Legend. like the man, isn't he? Yeah. The point is, if you go to Cardiff, the TNC hat is tipped to you. So mm. well done. Uh, then Dave had a nice little chat. Jake Man. Don't read the chat. Let's just go. Come on, big questions. man. Dave put tempting. Jake put, will be a good night. Dave put, might go on the train. Uh, and then Jake, <laughs> Jake. Put, fair, fair enough, I'm going cabbage. Imagine going cabbage to car. Imagine how, le- you won't get back to like February. <laughs> Mental. Uh, John Punt, uh, <laughs> are you going to any flagpole erection classes? No. <laughs> Barnsley. Bar- right, explain. Barnsley. Explain. Explain. Explain to the good people so, of the podcast. Big, big day for Longcombe Norwich on Saturday. They have made their very large Alan Partridge banner, which I think was like created by the fans, and it was a big deal. They spent a lot of money on it. Funded by the fans, for the fans. Amazing banner. Love it. We get a, we get a, a it message. Really is, it really Chris, is a good banner. We get a message from, from, from Andy Lorne on Friday night saying, lads, I want you two to hold the, the flag up. And I was like, this, this is quite an honour. Like, I want you two to have the I, new flag. I've got some butterflies coming. I feel a bit nervous, but this is an honour. Yeah, it is. Um, as far as far as flag waving goes, and it, and it was also linked into your hate of pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre, which, yep. by the way, I think is great. Anyway, another subject. Um, so, get there nice and early, um, and this isn't just a flag. This is a flag that has poles in it, so you can hold it up like this, right? Big deal. Andy erects the poles. No, no, no. no. This is the problem. No, no, he did. Did he erect them? Yes. Did he erect them correctly? Don't know. I think Andy Lawn's got erection issues. <laughs> I'm going to put it out Possibly. Polar, polar, polar erection issues. Polar erection, so, sorry. Anyway, so we go in swimmingly. Teams come out. I go, right, Chris, this is our moment to yeah, shine. Yeah. This photographer's lining up the snaps. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. We hold the flag up. One of the poles collapses. It's not... It, like, where is it? We didn't hold it up wrong. Can we just kind of like... We didn't hold it up wrong. No. We, we weren't like this, like... Up, we just went like this, and the we, pole it was, went it was very slow. It was very slow, and and all of a sudden, the the the, the really poor erection issues came to yeah came to fruition, and, and that they? pole went flaccid. Um, <laughs> yes, it did. And, yeah. and Alan Partridge was was soup was it was kind of half work, up, wasn't it? Was, was gloopy. Mm. I think that's the word. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a, we've got a gloopy Alan Partridge, and we've got one pole erect, one one not so erect. Yeah. 
Uh, Not our side, by the way. Basically, we we screwed up. Uh, we screwed up. We, we'll take responsibility. We did so. Uh, I don't know what happened I, with the poll. I, I don't know why it didn't erect. But didn't. John, never give us a flag ever again. <laughs> so many Richard Freezer, why did we play Oliveira for 120 minutes? Arsenal knowing his injury issues. Managed it. Probably because Jerome needed a rest. I think it was questionable playing uh, Oliveira. I think it would have been a lot better to play maybe Vilge through the middle or what? Or Watkins was suspended, wasn't he? Murphy through the middle. I don't yeah. know. Look, it wasn't a good option. Yeah. Uh, it could have gone great. Oliveira could have scored two and we would have won the game. It, yeah. it didn't work out. I'm sure Farker will learn. Um, Luke Speck with a good question. Are you worried about Jerome only scoring one goal since Good Friday? Is this an acceptable record for a striker? Now, Luke, Luke, Luke Speck loves banging the Cameron Jerome drum. He's tweeted this to me, I think, a few times now. But it's a valid point. Because he thinks I'm a Cameron Jerome fanboy, and I'm not. But what I will say is that I've slated him no end. But then when he does play well, I'll give him the praise that he's due. <clears throat> I don't, I, just to clarify, Luke, I do not think it's an acceptable record for a striker. I don't. But what I do think is that Norwich City have limited resource, we have limited cash, and whether you like Cameron Jerome's record or not, it doesn't matter because we've got him. And does anyone else want to buy him? Probably not. So we have to use Cameron Jerome in the best way possible. He's had, you know, uh, a few disappointing, you know, games in terms of the fact that he's worked hard, but he has had some opportunities. And I would agree with you, Luke, that I don't think it's it's acceptable, but I think that you and, and, and a few other Norwich fans need to realise that we can't just get rid of Cameron Jerome and, and bring in a youngster because that might not necessarily work. Mm. He is experienced at the end of the day. Yeah, and, He's and decent. He's all right. He's all right. And Mags tweeted Luke's backup, <clears throat> but I think the lack of supply to him is more unacceptable. He has nothing but scraps to feed off. And Luke put true, however, his movement is shocking. Never makes a run behind. And I think both of them have points. Yeah, yeah, Luke, I agree with both. Luke's yeah. right. That's, that's a shocking record. Um, and, and it's not good enough. Mags is right because... His, like, I can't really think of a clear-cut chance that he's had in the last couple of games where I've been like, he should have scored that. Because he's having to run mm-hmm. down the chat. The amount of time he's having to drift that wide because there's no one else there. Mm-hmm. But is that because his movement isn't good enough? Is he not creating the chances for himself? Because Oliveira plays up top on his own and he, it feels like he has loads of chances in a game. So is it the lack of movement? I don't know. Mm. I think that I think, like you say, I think Cam- Look, I think the thing with Cameron Jerome, cheese. you've got ne- you've got Nelson Oliveira, so it highlights the fact that Cameron Jerome isn't that sparky player. We've spoken about it already. Mm. He's not going to create opportunities out of nowhere. Cameron Jerome, in my opinion, is a player that is successful in a four-four-two. When we signed him, we played him in a four-four-two, and it worked. He was feeding off the other striker. And he was playing some decent football, and he was delivering his twenty goals a season. And I as think he does. the thing is as well as he's from not going to do that anymore. And I think the thing as well as well as playing in the two that he, that he did, and that that kind of Hooper grab and Jerome trio that season worked so well. Let's not also forget he's three years older. He's definitely got slower. Like I think when I watched him at the start of this season, I was like, wow, he's lost a lot of pace. The thing I loved about Jerome <clears> is his work ethic has always been, and that's been the one key theme that he's carried throughout his career. But it was just that extra yard of pace, that burst over 20 yards that got him them goals. Mm-hmm. He hasn't got that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe why he hasn't got as many chances. Um, it's a good point, Luke. All I'm, I just like need to make it clear. I'm not in the Cameron Drone fan club, but 
I've just been quite harsh on him. Like, I've been extremely harsh on James' husband, which was due. But obviously now we have to try, you know, although I've, you know, gone on a massive rant about me being biased, when it comes to Norwich players, I want to try to be more level and mm. try and say, well, actually, sometimes James' husband plays really well and I just need to admit it. Uh, Max Furman saying, how do you and Chris know each other? Did you meet through Norwich City? Football club. Shall we? How deep should we go into this, Jack? Well, yes, we did meet through Norwich City. Yeah, we did. Um, I came for an interview, didn't I? No, it wasn't really an interview. It wasn't an interview. So I run a, I run a website um, called the Carrot Crowd. Um, you wanted to write for it, yeah. And I was like, "Hello, hello." <laughs> uh, and then we, we just we just um, and then we've done that for a bit. It brings a tear to my eye. Actually. Done that for a bit, and then then uh, we got season tickets. We together. didn't actually. We didn't. Yeah, but Jack, we're brothers. Remember? Oh yeah, we're brothers. We're not, who knows? Are we related? I don't know. I think we could be. I, by the way, on a serious note, I think we actually could be related. Probably so, somewhere down the line. We're from Norfolk. I think we should go on that ancestry website. Yeah, and trace it back. Where, oh, you know, you've got a bit of Welsh in your family, haven't you? Yeah, but the Reeve is from Suffolk, though. No. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. There's so many Reeves in Suffolk. Really? Tons of Reeves in Suffolk. I'm ashamed. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yes, we did meet through Norwich City. Yeah. Um, By chance, though. Alex Parfit, love this question. Best side to have with chips? Mushy peas, curry sauce, tomato ketchup? Question of the week. TC. Question yeah, of the week. Alex, love that. Best um, side to have with chips? You know what? I'm, I've... I've I'm, I'm a, I'm, I've recently turned to curry sauce. Yeah. I love a, a good dip in mm. curry sauce. But I'm a drizzler. And, 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 and so what I mean by that is I'll pick up the pot right. and I'll drizzle it all over the chips no. rather than no. dipping in or putting it on no. the side. It gets too soggy. Gets. I just mm. like that consistency. Yeah. I don't like to get to the end of the chips and then not to be enough sauce. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? It's this is a really big question because you've got, you've got, you've got options here. I having chips on, on its own, in which case... Let's talk about fish and chips. Let's just go with the average case. Well, if you're having fish and chips, you're not having curry sauce or mushy oh, really? peas. Really? You're having mushy peas, you're not having curry sauce really? with that. curry sauce. But I'm going ketchup with that, okay? Because you don't really want another... Like, mushy peas, yes. Curry sauce, no. Not with fish. But... I if, think mushy peas with fish is quite nice, Jack. No, I agree. But not curry sauce. But you're, you're taking this question extremely seriously, as it should be taken. Are you disrespecting this question? <laughs> no, I'm not, Jack. Um, if you're introducing a bad sausage, then this is where the curry sauce okay. comes into play. Okay. okay. Um, on its own, chips. I'd probably go curry sauce. Um, look, this is riveting. Have you ever, content. ever had um, Yarmouth Market chips? Yes, I have. Very Please good. Stop Better than me. Norwich Market. Please stop. No. Yes, they no, are. Actually, so, actually, I must say. So much better. The, the the seafood from Great Yarmouth Market. And rightly so, near the coast. Cockles, mussels, welks. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm behind Yarmouth there. <laughs> you but, something you can get behind. But um, yeah, Norwich Market is better than Great Yarmouth Market. And this is strange. Edward has messaged with the exact same question as Max. How did you both meet and why are your surnames the same? I think they've gone they, for like, the odds of probability. You, Maybe you duo, but they're brothers. Are we brothers? Who knows? Are we brothers? Um, so yeah, we met through Norwich City. Um, this is such a beautiful story, isn't it? The fact no. that we met through Norwich City. No, no, it is. it's lovely. It's lovely. Uh, Finn Stevens, why did Nelson get subbed off on Saturday? Because his calf is screwed. Uh, Greg Porter, combined Wolves and Norwich team. 
don't know enough Wolves players to be able to do that. I know they've got a great striker called Bottom Bottatini Bottinini. Sounds like a pizza. Or or a panini. Yeah. No comment. Uh, again, and again, that, and they've got Hotter as um, Hotter as well. It, He's good. Oh, have, have they? No, not. No, they haven't. Have they? No, that, the the one they spent like fifteen million on. Is that the one from Brentford? No, 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 no. no he's gone somewhere different. And he went to Birmingham. Uh, no, this is like yeah, fifteen million pound guy from Porto. Oh, from Porto. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think his name's Hotter. I, don't I know. actually we don't know, and actually we're not here to praise Wolves. Here we go. Here is the man. William Hot's Limited. Hey, nice to see you. He's got a new profile pic. No. And a new header. No. Yeah. No. This is a new profile picture, although no. I assume his wife. We, we hope so. Is that in the Ipswich corporate? Uh, looks possibly. like it. So, congrats. Well done. Uh, and this is a lovely header. Look at the lawn. With, Look at his lawn there. Yeah, that's that's stunning. By the way, nice for anyone that well. for anyone that doesn't know, just to just to bring you and um, kind of up to speed, Willie Mott's <laughs> Limited is a fantastic TNC podcast loyal contributor. Tweets a question every week, and Jack, just can you just read his bio, please? Every, every week we'll the read. Daily it. life of a contract groundsman. Come rain or sun, weeds will always outgrow grass. And what was his Twitter handle? At Willimots Limited Ltd. Okay. I think we should set a target to get this man to 500 followers. If by you've Christmas. got a garden, get it done by Willemots. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And he put, do we all want the same Christmas present this year? A fit Alex Pritchard and Oliveira. So every... You know what I want? A good lawn. And, yeah. I, and I live in a flat. Yeah. A, a nice, a nicely landscaped garden. Mm. Uh, Smimbo. New striker needed or not? Yes. No. Oh. No. Oh. And I, I always, I come, I come back to the, if we were to sign Jack, a third time. striker, if we were to sign a third striker, it would have to be one that would be happy to be a third striker. We are not going to be able to afford to buy another striker who's better than Nelson, who is better than Jerome. We're not going to be able to do it. We've got Tristan Abrahams in, in the under-23. We've got Carlton Morris, who can be recalled in January. Look, I don't think they're good enough at the moment to okay, be in the championship, okay, okay. but it's a better option so, than splashing £4 million on someone that's probably not going to be good enough. In my opinion, I think if we sell, if we manage to sell Cameron Jerome, if we've got an opportunity to sell him, I'd sell him. But then you go back to still having two strikers again. Yeah, but then you can recruit someone that's more, that's, that's younger, mm. that's more hungry, that's more up for it. You know, I'm not more up for it, but I, better. I, just, I just think that we need to refresh that air of the, of the pitch. You know what would be the <laughs> ideal situation? Get Naismith off the books. Oh my god! Oh yeah, bring in someone. I'd just, I'd much rather get rid of Naismith than. Um, it's not going to happen. Thought, like he's on so much money, and he, he must be laughing. He's not even. In he the, must be I laughing. At the moment, but... I saw him in walk. I saw him walking in Marks and Spencer's the other day. Yeah, um, and I kept my head down because obviously I've slated him no end. I doubt he watches the videos. Yeah, agreed. Um, <clears throat> but he mu- and and I must admit I did see him picking up the Tesco's no, not Tesco's the Marks and Spencer's posh. He was down the posh aisle. Oh yeah, of course he would be. Um, was he getting coleslaw? The coleslaw from Marks and Spencer's is just divine. Really? Yeah, so good. Hello. Yeah, it is gr- oh, the, the one with the cheese in it. Jack, oh, move on. What move was he buying at Marks, by the way? He was just down the line. Was he getting a meal for two? Uh, I can't remember. He was just like, they're, all of the packaging was different because it was the posh end. Oh, by the way, I was on the train. Um, Where are you going now? No, this is a good one. I think you'll appreciate that. I was on the train <clears throat> uh, listening to podcasts. Okay. And I was listening to the Scrimmage podcast. 
which plug. is brilliant. Plug. Uh, love, love the scrimmage. Yeah. And someone texted to say that they'd seen Daniel Farker at Banham Zoo. And I just thought, great. Like That's absolutely fantastic. And, and Taking he, the and local he was, sights. He was in, with the, in, in the lion enclosure. He was in the lion Well, enclosure. I think he was like watching the lion. He looks a bit like a lion, doesn't he? And I could just imagine... Farker. Daniel Farker being able to communicate with lions. Yeah, you know, you know, that, you know that guy on the internet that went viral that could like hug lions and stuff. Yeah, Daniel Farker's like, that guy. I think that Daniel Farker could be at one with with those animals. Yeah, he really could. And I was just on this train. I think I was in like Notting Hill Gate or something, and it was just a bit of a strange situation because I was just imagining Daniel Farker talking to lions, yeah. and then I quickly snapped out. I was like, "What is going on?" Wow, just brilliant, fantastic. Um, <clears throat> Franken, I like this. He's got very Halloweeny. Okay. Frankenstein. His name's obviously Stan, and he's got a pumpkin in his name as well. Okay, I like okay. that. I really like that. What would be the key for our team to keep the momentum we've been on and stay at the level for the rest of the season? Well, injuries, unbeaten runs aren't sustainable. Like we're going to lose games, and we did lose a game. Well, yeah, but I think I, I think consistency. Yes, that would be good. Con- and, and we just have consistency. consistency. If we look. If we, I've said it, I've said it time and time again. If we, on average, I know we're not, we're doing it the other way around at the moment, which is very weird, not normal. If we, on average, win every home game and then draw every other, in fact, win every home game and lose every away game, we'll be in for a shout of going up. So for me, if we can thread, if we can do an unbeaten run like we've done every now and then mm. we'll be there or there yeah. and I think we've, we need a bit of luck we need a few refereeing decisions to go our way uh, we need um, some injuries to go our way and I think this is the thing as well I think yes we our home form has been poor but I look at the performances and they haven't differed that much from the away games you look at Reading you look at Middlesbrough you look at Sheffield United <laughs> especially Middlesbrough and Sheffield United we got dominated they had so many chances it was just a spark of quality a lot of luck our way. Even against Ipswich, they missed a couple of sitters. They hit the post. Mm. It could have been so different. Mm-hmm. It's just them fine margins that I Agreed. think soon will swing the other way. Agreed. We'll start winning loads yeah. of home games. Uh, James Mackay. Uh, no, sorry. Mm-hmm. Missed the question. Carl Smith. What are your opinions on Vrancic so far? We've covered it. We I'm have. Not... My, my opinion hasn't changed. Good player. Gifted player. Got a good pass in him. Don't think he's great for every, every occasion. Yeah, some games. I'm just work. not going to comment this week because okay. I'm a bit bored of it. James McKay, is the criticism for Jerome going on too long that it's becoming a norm? What was the question again? Sorry, is the criticism of Cameron Jerome been going on for so long that it's become the norm to criticise him? Is he? He's not been that bad, is he? No, I, I think James is more, more hinting that. Um, is it normal for him to be criticised? Yeah, I think that now Russell Martin's not in the team. He is probably the new scapegoat. To be fair. It's very easy if we don't win a game to say, oh, Cameron Jerome didn't produce enough. Yeah. Even though Cameron Jerome might have not been delivered enough. Canary's live. If you had to let either James Madison or Nelson Oliveira leave on a free, who would it be and why? Oh, my God. I actually... I think this is quite an easy answer. Canary's, are, Canary's live. I, I, I can't... That is such a hard question. I think it'd be Nelson just because Madison's worth more. Just from a... Is he? Is he, though? Yeah, like Madison is young English, and yeah, but Nelson's Nelson. Yeah, that's like true. Birmingham, Birmingham, and West you know, Brom, West Brom, Redknapp's Redknapp. Mm. Nelson, oh, honestly, I, I literally cannot answer that question. But it would kill me to see either of those two players mm. leave our great, yeah. great football club. Uh, and I think I'm going to finish on. Yeah, I think <laughs> I am. 
Chris Cassidy, and this is an interesting one, so it's a Middlesbrough fan. Johnny Howson's mm. taken a long while to fully adjust to our team. Do you Ooh. think there's reason for that? Now that's a surprise. Also, thoughts on Middlesbrough. Thoughts on Middlesbrough is I wish you the best of luck this season. I, I don't think you... I hope that you don't expect to go up straight away because as Norwich fans have learned, it's very easy to just be like, we've spent the most money, we've just come back from the Prem, we've got the, the God-given right to be in the top two. Wrong. You're going to get turned over by teams this season that you will least expect it from. For example... Burton. Norwich. Enjoy Burton if that comes along for you because that was hell for us. Um, Johnny Howson, I'm not surprised he's taken time to warm up. I think, you know, Norwich are laughing. We, we sold him for, for, for big money or decent money, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Decent money, really, considering he's probably towards the end of his career now. He wanted to move up north to be closer to his homeland, whatever. I think Johnny Housen is a very, very good player and I was very disappointed that he left considering that he told me about three weeks before he left posing for a picture with me. Oh, no, no, I'm not leaving. Of course he's not going to tell me he's not leaving but I've got a bit of a hunch about that. Mm. Um, Johnny Housen, much like perhaps Jacob Murphy for Newcastle, much like Bradley Johnson when he left for Derby, much like Grant Holt when, when he left. I mean... These players normally take a, take a full season to adjust to the new club, the style of play, the new manager, the fans. There's so much that goes into it. And I think it's very, very rare these days that you get a player, Jack, and they instantly work for you. When, when was the last... I can't, I'm just trying to think of a Norwich player that we've signed that's instantly been a success. You look at Pinto, for example. Tommy Tribal. Ridiculously criticised. Let's not forget, though, Jack, Tom Tribal... He didn't play the first few games. That's true. And he yeah. did play a, first, a few games, didn't get in the team, and obviously that <laughs> yeah. was that's fine. But it's very rare that a play, a play, you'll, you'll sign a player for, for big money, they'll walk in, and they'll just smash it week in, week out. Mm. So I think Middlesbrough fans, you just need to kind of tone down the expectations. And I think the thing is, is, yeah, I think that's the thing, expectation, is we signed Johnny House as a highly rated player from Leeds, mm-hmm. and their youngest ever captain. And we kind of signed him in his prime and he went on to do... He was a great player for Norwich. He really was and a real Rolls-Royce of a midfielder. But he'd had, what, five seasons with us? He'd kind mm. of gone through his prime. And we rated him so highly and Middlesbrough spent big money on him that their expectations obviously right up here. Johnny Housen is a top player. Yeah. But at the, he's, uh, he's not a, a top 9 out of 10 championship player week in, week out anymore. Um, it's so not I'd, that much money though. To, like, although I said it's decent money... Eight million pounds for a champ- for a championship club is a lot of money. Not anymore, mate. Not not any. Uh, not for a, not for a club that's maybe not, not for, for Middlesbrough. Not but, for, yeah, exactly. Not for a club that's that's wanting to push for promotion. If, they can't expect Johnny House. But for to example, be if we if we team. were to sign an eight million pound player, yeah. and he wasn't performing week in week out, there'd be murmurs. There'd be there'd be like groans. But we're haunted by Ricky Van Walswinkle. We are, we are, and Stephen Naismith. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for watching this week's episode of the TNC Podcast. Um, look, there's, there's loads of Norwich games at the moment, so we, there's going to be tons of content. Question, what's your hype of the week? Hype of the week? Um, hype of the week? What's your hype of the week, Jack? Come on. Marks and Spencer's Coleslaw. Really? Mm. It's got to be related to Norwich City. Come on. Come on. Rack your brains. I know. 
got Tom Tribal's Touch, where he just brought it down from the sky. Oh my and god! Just stuck to his foot. That's mine as well. Yeah. No, actually, Marco Stiefman. He, killed, he literally just touched the yeah, ball. Yeah, that he? was a highlight. Killed the other it. one, Marco Stiefman thinking he'd scored and just seemingly celebrating for like five seconds before he realised it hadn't actually crossed the line. That was good fun. That was good fun. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. If you've got this far, please do leave us a review on iTunes. It please, helps us please. And, it, and it boosts our, our, our already huge egos. Actually, as well, what it does do is it kind of, in terms of the fan channels, kind of like, we like having a bit of an edge. And if you leave a review, it makes you a better person too. And you'll have more friends. Yes. And more success in life. All areas of life. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for watching. See you later.